you black? Are you educated? Are you broke? Not alone. Woo! Yeah. Now this is how you start a show. <laughs> Just like this. You feeling me? Ah, ah. Okay. Yeah. Pen and paper with a custom flow. When you're blessed like this, you supposed to blow. When it feel this right, now you can't go wrong. Cause we black educated and broke. What? <laughs> but not for long. Not for long. Uh-huh. Not for long. Uh-huh. Not for long. And we educated, topic of the conversation Now that we activated, we up and we elevate It's giving what is given, forever how we living Mind on the business, but there's knocking like a witness Like, not for long, not for long, not for long You know, actually, that wasn't that bad that time. I don't know. Maybe it was a little bit more believable. I, I think you did better that take than the first one. You know, sometimes opinion. they say the third time's the charm. You know what? That's and what happened. That's probably what it is. That was right only the there. second. Don't do that. <laughs> it was actually actually the third. You recorded one. You did it again. It didn't work. And then you just did it again. Yeah, mister, who actually supposed to have taught us how to work the damn board. And you over there struggling, bro. What's, what's happening? Actually, Q is Mr. Board, man. I'm over here, you know, making it light on him today. Somebody oh. need to say thank you, which I'm I was going to say you was doing a good job, but you're not making it light on me. <laughs> Because <laughs> we're teaching you how to pick up other responsibilities. Period, Pooh. Hey, man, I'm just you trying know? to do my little part, man. Trying to earn my little. You doing your little, thing. I ain't going to lie, man. Randy, what's up? Listen, I am just so excited. God has been so good. I told you I finally went to the doctor, right, to get this hearing situation. Yes, ma'am. And I'm just so excited because we are one step closer to me not being so damn deaf. Okay. So y'all know this, right? I've been struggling with my hearing child like all my life. Hence why I talk loudly, yeah. That and ain't so, it. um <laughs> that ain't why. Excuse you, not not too much. Thank you so much. Back to storytelling. And so like I have like a Story lot of line. fluid behind the ear is what my main issue is. And this damn Georgia, I found out I'm allergic to all the shit out here. You know, being from <laughs> Dallas, Texas. Uh, yeah, all of these trees and pot has been messing it up, and that's why my hearing has gotten worse. So now we're starting a treatment plan, going to get on allergy shots, and we're going to do some draining of the sinuses, and I'm going to be back at 100%, and I'm excited. What Congratulations is that? on that. Huh? Congratulations on that. Thank you. Right, That's major, right? Because as a person who used to live in Dallas, uh-huh. I used to get like three sinus infections every year, right? Really? And I always thought I had the flu. <laughs> but when I moved here, I got no sinus infections. So it's kind of mm. almost like it's like reverse polarities. How does that even happen for you? I, I don't even know. Y'all got, oh, I never you got seen all the trees pollen until I moved here. Never. That green stuff. I can't, no, it was yellow. I went outside yeah, one day. I said, oh, what yeah, is this yellow. on my car? <laughs> Why is everything yellow? Oh, that's pollen. That's what? It was tracking in the house Listen, on the carpet. I was everywhere, like, oh, boy. No. Don't touch it. You sneeze for three days. I thought it was St. Patty's Day stripper glitter. <laughs> and I saw it on my car. And I was like, oh, it's pollen. Don't smell that. I probably would have tried to lick it if I knew that was the case. God okay, damn. you know what, sir? We have guests. Calm down, All right, my bad. I thought, you know, the person that we have in the studio today, I could really, really, you know, let loose. You really could. I'm here for all the shenanigans. Here for it all. That's what I'm talking about, man. If you don't recognize this voice, you know, maybe you you live in another market. Maybe you've never watched Dish Nation. Maybe you've never listened to Ricky Smiling Morning Show or The Morning Hustle. But please, please, can we get a smooth and loud round of applause for Mr. (laughs) Hey, Craig! 
in the building. That was fire, man. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome. When we saw you almost a year ago, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. Yes. You may remember because when you walked in, you you recognized my face. That that warmed you my soul. You know what? Yeah, go ahead. Keep telling the story because then he tried you, me. We saw no, because we gonna get into that too. <laughs> we saw your Shaq's birthday party. Yes, Shaq's fifty first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you did say that you would, you know, you would come through and you've kept your word. You know, timing is everything, and this has worked out. I'm, I'm glad to see you, my brother. It's crazy that it took an entire year because living in Atlanta, waiting a year to like make good on something, mm-hmm. that's a gamble. You, you might get shot and killed. Leaving anyway. Oh <laughs> and it's almost like y'all waited a year to the day. Hey, they don't understand how dangerous it is in Atlanta. Yo, when I first moved out here, I used to like, you know, I was staying in a hotel while I was figuring out where I was going to live, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I would wake up every morning and watch the news just to see what was going on. And it was like, I don't want to leave my hotel. Like, <laughs> like it, was, it was almost laughable amounts of crime going on in a city. Like, oh, decapitated head was found in right. Redmond Park today. Real and- talk. Yeah. I tell people all the time Atlanta is not a real place. Mm-hmm. And they if you like if you visit, you be like, okay, this is it. I had a good time. But to actually live here is completely different. I don't know if you ever watched the show, Atlanta. Of course. To live here and watch the show is to absolutely understand everything that goes on in that episode. Like one of my favorites, when they got lost in the the uh, parking lot at <laughs> Atlantic Station. Station. Listen, that is so <laughs> true. <laughs> Legit will get lost in it because it's so big and everything looks the exact same. Yeah, I have to park in the exact same place every time yeah. I go to Atlantic Station yeah. just to not lose my car Absolutely. in Atlantic Station. I'm the same way. And I always think I'm parking in one place to walk up the stairs to go to like the Angry Crab Shack, but I yes, always unintentionally park on the opposite side and I end up walking like a mile. Like, damn it, I said next time I wasn't gonna forget. I ain't gonna lie, sometimes here. I take pictures of the little numbers on the thing. I'm See, telling you, like, hey. That's a man who don't wanna be lost. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a man who had to write down phone numbers and ask, can I use the phone when his sister was <laughs> I ain't using gotta it. Do wrong like that. First of all, I'm the oldest. I ain't got no sisters home, but so he had to ask me. All right, that flew over his head. We ain't gonna, we gonna, we not gonna sit on that. Randy was making I feel a like joke. So much deeper into that, like, oh God, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> he ate her in the wound. That's what happened. <laughs> I'm the last remaining triplet. I'm telling you, only the strong survive. Only the strong survive. That's so funny. But yes, as we were saying, we were bringing it up, right? Because you know, Kill tried to play me. That's the cat. So you know, hey, Craig. The first time we met was at the Black Media Mixer, mm-hmm. right? So well, that's well, it's not really the first, but we'll just go as that's the first that you may re- recollect, right? Yeah. But then we had saw you at Shaq's fifty first, and Kill tried to act like he didn't even know who you was. I'm like, yes, he no, did. No, no, no. He said you act like you didn't know who no. I was, and I'm like, of course. Oh, we actually, <laughs> she did. Okay. You did act like you didn't remember. I'm not saying that you did or you didn't. But Randy tried to make it seem like she knew you from Dallas. Oh, okay. no, I, did not, and I never said that. That's I the conversation. Listen. We were talking about Dallas. So that's what it was. Let me tell you a little something about me. Uh-huh. A lot of times when pretty women talk to me, oh, shit. I'm like, why are this. they talking to me? You don't, you don't know who I am. And so usually I get taken back. Like, oh, oh, wow, you know who I am? That's crazy. And especially, too, like, whether, like, I did something different with my beard. I think yeah. that night I was wearing like a sequin jacket. You were. Yes. It was blue. I, yeah, better, but yes. Yeah. You had something on your head, didn't you? 
probably some level of a turban or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. But but the thing is, like, yeah. So like, it wasn't that I didn't know you because like, I'm, sometimes you gotta remember where you know people That's from. A fact. Yes, you know That's, what a fact. Mean? That's what it mm-hmm. was. And so it takes me a little bit of time to process. Yeah. So I I can be socially awkward in that regard. <laughs> but first off, it, it starts off with why is she talking to me? Of all people. And then, oh oh yeah, because yeah, you know me from something. Yeah. I'm still not used to being known from things. Why? How the hell? You've been That's doing this for crazy. years, man. Cut it out. Because I just never assume. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think when you walk, I've never had to have that out loud, do you know who I am? Yeah. Conversation yeah, because right. I just assume that people don't, <laughs> but I'd be happy when they do. Oh, you'd be happy. That's Aww. real, though. Because, Hearts. and I don't want to use the word humble, we have a, um, yeah. a family show um, attendee, he's like a mentor, you would say, Daniel Dickey. And he know Daniel. Oh, yeah, of course. I saw him a couple nights ago at a mayor, the thing for the mayor. And yep. he always talks about look up the word humble and why you shouldn't use it. But to your statement to what you were saying, like some people do get the big head when they've got notoriety. And it's like you're out and you should know who I am. But that's not always, you know, the case. And it's not cool. Like, if you've made it, it's your job to to reach back and bring somebody Absolutely. with you for one. And to re- remain relaxed. Like, we're all people. Like, be cool with it. If you're going to be famous, be famous and be cool. I done met some cool, famous people. Absolutely. Except for Loretta Devon. She didn't like me. She wasn't cool. She's she so not. cool, sweet and normal. You candy out she, of her titty or nothing like that? No? No, that's the one person. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> and this was in college. We were at the- uh, You'll never let that go. <laughs> I will never let it go. So every homecoming, we have a, a gala. Okay. And we bring in a celebrity of some sort. And I was working with our broadcast department recording the gala. And I, I think I went up to talk to her about something to ask her to- kind of say something on the mic and she gave me one of them uh uh-uh, uh not right now but my LB who wasn't my LB at the time she looked at him and was like you remind me of my nephew how are you this evening and gave him everything that I had just asked wow. her <laughs> but I still love her like of course I still support her but that's just one thing I always remember they said never meet your idols yeah okay. that's my really I want to meet Beyonce but then I'm slick like nah like what if I feel like it's not everything I dreamed of anymore so. it happens I'm gonna leave this rapper name out of it but this is a rapper who I love phenomenally right and in my head he's one of the smartest people in the world mm-hmm. and when I met him uh-uh, uh-uh. It was not. <laughs> and I was so disappointed because I was having to explain something to him that just seemed like somebody of his stature would <laughs> understand, not. right, about, like, the legal system and rights that you have as a human being. Right. It was something really basic. And he's he like, word, I could do that? Oh. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I just thought this is something he would have known. But, you know. You're living, you're learning. I'm glad you still don't, you know, you don't hold no, oh, no. ill regard for. But he brings divine. it up still, so there's still up. some bitterness and there. They said forgive, but don't forget, right? Well, and probably no don't bring will. up. If that was the case, Randy, I would be at you every day. I you know, always feel the energy. You are. This is my no, like you are. So head crack. Me and Randy <laughs> have known yes. each Thank other you. so long that it's kind of second nature. Like, did you watch Martin? Of course you watched Martin. It's like Pam and Martin. <laughs> It's all the yeah, love in the world, whatever. but when we see each other, it just might be some kind of smoke, but it's never the level of smoke of the disrespect. Have y'all sense. got accidentally married yet, like Pam and Martin? Or no. no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, uh, Leon Lonnie Love was no. not any part of this. No. <laughs> but I want to go back to something that you were saying, like, you know, you never really consider yourself like a celebrity, and so I think about... Just, again, from Dallas, I feel like Ricky Smiley Morning Show, I feel like that was 2004-ish when you guys were, I know when he got on, right? Better memory than I do, yeah, it was about that. Yeah, because I know I was in high school, I was like 11th, 12th grade, and I just was like listening and 
first I was like, I was blown away that somebody who, again, I'm, I'm in high school, like, he don't even sound like he from Texas. Why he on Dallas radio when I heard you? But then hey, you were so funny. And then when I realized that you could freestyle off the, like, they would name something, you start freestyling, I became a fan. So when Thank I'm talking you. about, like, oh, hair crack, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, no, Headcrack was, was, I know him from Dallas. Like, I know Headcrack, and I think that's why he was like, feel like, oh, you met him. But I felt like, you know, we was like Kendrick Souls because I had listened all the time, and I feel like I did know you. Now the yeah, I love, I love winning people over because I think when people like you instantly, uh-huh. it, it, it can fade. Yes. Yeah. You have to sometimes give people a reason to rock with you. Yep. You know, sometimes it, it, it may take a minute. Sometimes it may never happen. But I'd rather, like, convert people who didn't know into like, yo, oh wow, he wasn't what I thought he was. No, yeah. Because people are always quick to like That's real. prejudge or like think they know everything about somebody or like or quick to dispatch somebody without like, you know, giving them a second. So I'm yeah. glad I was given yeah. the time to New be York able was, to. New York was all right because it was a little hesitant. But then I was like, you were smarter, you knew stuff. I'm like, oh. He kind of smart. Okay, he knows some shit. Mm-hmm. And even though he can be kind of like an asshole, he's still like cool and friendly with it. Like, all right, this guy. I'm I call it speaking right. in italics. I think you <laughs> can say That's hilarious. whatever you want as yeah. long as you speak in italics. Like, <laughs> then it confuses him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's to me, it's fun because I get that a lot. Like, people will see me in my demeanor and be like, damn, he's mean or he's an asshole, which I can be at times. Everybody uh, has very that. Very much so, sorry. Um, but... Y'all starting? Okay. <laughs> so that is something, you know, relatable. And it'd be like, damn, I'm not like that. Like, just rock with me. You'll see that I'm a cool person and we can, you know, we can hang out. We can chill. Like, ain't you no You just get girl. used to him being an asshole. You just get used to it, baby. That's <laughs> All it. I heard was, I love you. I love you. Thank you. Everybody just has their own different way of, like, sharing it and expressing it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all love. I promise. I'll feed you. Yo, that's my love language too. Yeah. Like, if I rock with you, like, I'm gonna make sure you eat. Like, we gonna do some fat stuff. We gonna eat. <laughs> like, sure. So what? We're, okay, so you don't rock with us while we ain't got no food. Is that what happened? This is the second time we've what talked for more than eight minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> give us time. Like, yo, we'll be somewhere. Like, you know, doing something with a spoon and fork. It's soon, right? Yeah, like, Jeez, right? Yeah, I love to eat. I, yo, big foodie. That's one thing that I, now you being in Texas for a little bit when you was there, like the food here is cool, but I'm like, this Tex-Mex, this Mexican food here? Oh, no. It's not oh, it. No. Oh, if you want to start a, a food war, like, yo, you can talk man. about the food in Atlanta. Man, listen. Listen. So when I first got here, and I spent my first probably year being in Atlanta, huh? Complaining in my head about the things that Atlanta didn't have that Dallas had. Like, where's Taco Bueno at? Okay. Why? Why is there only one Taco Cabana in it? Why is it by yes. that strip club? Torchy's, that's my son. You hear in the background. Um, like Torchy's Tacos is also a place oh. that I miss. Oh, I've too. heard of Torchy's. And we almost got Torchy's here, but the the pandemic stopped it. Is that I what? For real? We ended I've up been getting... waiting on them. I ain't gonna lie they to so you. Far. I see y'all talk about Torchy's, and I be like, the gas station? Oh yeah, what? I need to find this place. It's banging. We we got the McDowell's version, like Velvet Taco, ended up like popping up a bunch, but it's not the same. Not. Velvet is cool, but they ain't torchies. I got it. I got to. I got to, man. A good taco is something of, like, it's almost like a good steak. When you put it all together yes. with, oh, listen. Oh, my gosh. Don't get yes. me started. And then when you talk about Tex-Mex tacos, especially, mm. like, living in Texas and, mm. like, because, like, people from California, their tacos are made of, like, corn tortillas. Yeah. <laughs> and 
they they sprinkle the meat in like salon, marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> just and a little bit on just there. Just a little onion, bit. Some cilantro, yeah. Let it be real <laughs> onion, and they're like, here's a taco. No, in Texas, yo, they're giving you pretty much a baby burrito. Word. Yes. They're putting lettuce, <laughs> tomato, cheese, sour cream, uh, various mm. sauces, <laughs> and really slutting it out. And the same yes. thing with Torchy's Taco, they just raise the bar, bar. added so premium good. ingredients. And so when you come here, they got a couple, like Super Rica. You been there? No. Hey, yo. I've heard of it, but I, I thought it was. It's good. like. Three of them here, ain't it? Yeah. So it is worth it. Super Rica's the best. Oh, for real? Okay, I'm going. If, 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 I got to find it. The, All right. To I know, me, they, I know stand, two of them. they stand hand in hand with um, Papazitos. Word. Papazitos. That's the same that's as uh, uh, Papa Dose. Papa Papa yeah, yeah, see, that's to me. It's all right. It's overpriced, but anyway. Well, Papa Dose? No, Papazitos. Uh, Papa I mean, they, they're charging you premium prices for those chips that have the exact same granules of salt on Wait, 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 wait. Stop, 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 stop. What did you just, repeat what you just said? Uh, repeat what I just said about about Papa Cedars. What you say? Oh, it's overpriced. You gonna do Shaw? You gonna take her somewhere and she gonna complain about it? <laughs> Listen, Listen, I didn't say he took me there. I just, I just oh, overpriced. So that's what we go. That's gonna be our. Film. We're gonna <laughs> go. Ugly. We're gonna go to Super Rico. Say less. <laughs> we're gonna go to Super Rico. I'm in there, bro. And Let's we, do I'm in there. Let me tell you the cheat code. And I'm gonna tell you this early because it took me 19 trips to realize this. Uh huh. Super Rico quietly has one of the best hamburgers in the city. At really? A taco place. All right, let's do it. Okay. Yep. Let's One, do it. It, they're not 100% a taco place. Okay. They're a Mexican restaurant. Mexican restaurant. Oh, okay. There's they a difference. They make the best veggie fajitas that I've ever had. I don't mm. eat veggie fajitas. I need the meat. I don't eat That's them. what she said. However, <laughs> I knew it was coming. they I knew use the coming. same vegetables Adam and Eve got in trouble over. Oh, oh. I mean, now that has me excited. Yeah, that means that'll change your life. Oh, that's <laughs> all I heard. Right there. Literally. Life changing vegetables. I heard that's going to get somebody naked. That's what I heard. Listen. Okay, now we have to. You keep your clothes on. Oh, please, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, it took me like 19 trips to Super Rica to realize they had hamburgers because like one day my wifey brought it up. He's like, yo, you want to go to uh, Super Rica? It's like, only if I could either get a burrito or a hamburger. Knowing damn well they probably had burritos, but there was no way they had yeah. a hamburger. Mm. We go inside to find out that they don't make burritos, but they did have a hamburger. Say less. Yo, and it come with these French fries, right? That are like... <laughs> They look so like rifle excited. bullets. Mm. They just long. Oh. Two, two, three cut. fries? I need yeah. that. Visuals for me. The fries are doom, doom, dooms. Like they're big, right? And there's no way you can finish all of the fries and your hamburger unless you're trying to check out early. Okay. Or I got the munchies. Okay. That too. Yeah. <laughs> and they're top notch, man. Like hopefully they never change distributors or where they get their I meat from. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try it. This so, whole segment's brought to you by Super Rica. Okay, you, period. Is this, <laughs> free promo. Is there be a place like so if you were home, like mm-hmm. if you went to the bodega and got something to eat, would it would be hand in hand or would you put one over the other? It's two different experiences. Is it okay? Cause like when you talk go to, to me, cause I've never been in New York, and but I hear a lot about the bodegas and going in, yeah. getting your food the Aki way, and all mm-hmm. these different things. So, so it, it graduated over time. So when I was growing up, you would go. I was more of like a, a dollar fifty slice pizza kid, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Or you also could go to the same spot and go and get like a beef patty with the cheese. Mm. But then as the bodegas started becoming more of a one stop shop for people, you know, they always would make you a sandwich. Always. That was regular degular. Okay. However, they started adding a juice bar to the bodega. Mm. Okay. Then they started bringing in the chopped cheese and Ooh. then all the, the fettuccine. Depending where you go, like different bodegas offer more things. But I went to Manhattan. Well, I went to go do the Wendy Williams show a couple yes. years ago. Um, I stayed across the street from a bodega. 
And for the two days and change I was there, I only ate bodega food. It was that good. Because they make everything you want. Like, if you want to go light in the morning, they'll go make you a juice, and they'll make it right in front of you. And if you want to get a sandwich, they will make and press that sandwich right in front of you. All the chicken patties look the same. Same level of crispy and fried (laughs) crunchiness. I took took my son. um, We went to New York for, like, the different hip-hop 50 stuff. And he got a gyro. Oh. Right in front of a bodega. It's bodega adjacent, but like mm-hmm. even the street corner dudes making food, it, it just hit different. You know, that, that sounds. Like Can you love. say that word again? What is it? So how do the correct way to pronounce it? A, a gyro. Gyro. Most of my life, I'm saying gyro. Gyro. But I want to know the correct way. Yes. Also, yes, sir. Uh, the only way I see correct is gyro. Euro. You better get me together, young I man. Like Euro. Can't, can't and now we know. Code. Thank you, I pay you, a lot sir. of money for him. Gotta have lamb. <laughs> <laughs> Almond milk is expensive and so is his school. That's funny. So funny. But look, that made me think about the hair a lot when he just said that about Wendy about Williams. Wendy, and yeah. mm-hmm. Go ahead, Q, because we were going to bring up some things on yeah, that. Yeah, we were going to uh, talk about Wendy. And, you know, she has that. Well, she doesn't. But they're doing that, that documentary yeah. on her right now about where is Wendy Williams. And I think we were just curious. Like, we know Wendy from when she was at her apex, even starting up. Um, <laughs> she is the first to me. She's the first shade room uh, yeah. a neighborhood talk Absolutely. before that there was nobody really had the gossip like that and yeah. bringing the facts and to see her come from the radio into television and then to where she is now like it's heartbreaking for the culture because we grew up on radio mm-hmm. and we know yeah. wendy williams in the radio yeah. but just to see her now and they say she's battling from dementia frontal lobia yeah. dementia yeah even though they said she's getting better but then i seen today she's Suffering from lymphoma, lymphedema. Yeah, and that well. was before they even came out with the, you know, the diagnosis for the other thing. Oh, okay, know. yeah. So, you know, we're working with her. How long ago was this? Uh, I did a show. I guess it was like twenty twenty two. Okay. Um, and and the crazy thing is, like, you know, like similar to y'all, I grew up listening to Wendy Williams in different ways. So, like, you know, she used to be on WBLS in New York, yeah, mm-hmm. and she had that afternoon drive. Uh, when she was really, really killing it, killing it. And, like, yo, from the time she would be on to the time she would get off, she just had radio on lock. She didn't really have to play a lot of music. You would just listen to her talk as you sat in traffic in New York City. And to see her elevate, to see her leave that situation and then pop off and do the TV thing and conquer that at a certain level is just dope to see a person of color achieve Mm -hmm. all those things that, you know, Usually was reserved for white people. In that used, time, too. Yeah, because he used to always tell mm-hmm. like, Howard Stern is the king of all media. I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> He's also mildly racist. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And he, gets, he gets away with a lot of things that yep. he gets shock, away shock with job. because of the protection of his color. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But to see one of us kind of bulldoze the door and do it our own way it was dope. But watching the documentary to see someone who's even at the highest of the highs have a hard time getting through, not only because of the business being built the way it is, but because you physically and mentally are unable to do yes. it, it sucks. It yeah, does. Really it bad. really. Did you see all four episodes? I, I, have, I have not watched it. Yo, yet. so I don't know if y'all know, and I haven't really talked about this in too many platforms, or no platforms for that matter, Exclusive. but the, uh, there was a period in time on her show, like she was like kind of like, flirting with me and I'm not on the set by any means yeah. like she's like you know flirting with me on the show 
And as a person who grew up as a young kid in New York, like, yo, like, to me, like, Wendy Williams was like a tall baddie. Yeah. Even when people was like, you know, like, you know, ah, she looked like a man. I like, I never understood what people were seeing Man, because yeah. in my That's mind, right. I see Wendy Williams on the bill from the billboards Cold. in New York. Even mm-hmm. when she was on Hot 97 and had the ads in the subway, I'm like, yeah. Man, yeah. I want to climb I'm that tall that tree. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, Wasn't t- she in uh, one t- of Biggie's videos, Junior Mafia video? Mm. I think she did like a little cameo. She didn't say that. She was like in like one. It's of the very videos. possible. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Because the only time I remember, you know, because like back because I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah. like we didn't have the internet because it wasn't yeah. really a thing. So like yeah. you didn't really get a chance to see what radio people look like, right? Often, yeah. Unless they had ads in the subway or they yeah. popped up on TV. And I remember one time she was on Martin. And she had like a little, because they had an episode where Martin was at a radio convention. Mm-hmm. And she was one of the She's people, in the background. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I see you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> she was hard to miss. So then when she finally got on TV and people was flaming her, you know how like you have like your little guilty, like little sex yeah. pleasure? You just yeah. Gotta keep it to yourself, like, I don't know what y'all talking about. But, you know. um, so like, so to get flirted with by somebody who you had a crush on, hey, like, listen. you know, when you was a kid, it's you like, like, hey, stop hey. playing with me because I will crack that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh my God, I'm yeah, sure white people understand. It's like, hey, Tim, listen. <laughs> hey, I guarantee, had you conquered that and, you know, being at the younger age, they wouldn't have understood then, but as they got older, they'd be like, okay, I remember my boy, he did. It makes sense. Yeah, like, like sometimes yeah, it's you, understandable. Sometimes you smash people not for who they are, but for who they were. Exactly. <laughs> Is that it? Exactly. Yeah, like if you hit Madonna, you don't got to tell people when. Right. Yeah. At the end yeah. of the day, oh, my man, that's my man. Remember the guy I told you about who hit Madonna? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. no. no, that's funny because I'm really, so I'm looking for an animator. I probably had 30 stories of things that's happened to me in my lifetime that I want animated because they've been funny. <laughs> and the way you said you don't hit people for who they are before who they were, yeah. when I opened the door and I was like, this is not who I saw two years ago. But. Got to see it through my boy. <laughs> for the culture. For the yeah, culture. You got to. What kind of family? I'm Let's go. You, man. And, and, you know, and the crazy thing, so, like, through all of that, right, when all that stuff was going on, like, one day, because, like, we, we were playing weird phone tag, right? And one day I called him, and the conversation that we had was so bizarre mm. that you ever, like, when you hang up the phone, you, like, just stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> was so, like, what, what was that? Was a, that was yeah. weird. <laughs> okay. And I never spoke of it again, right? And then when I watched the documentary and you find out what was going mm, on, it's that like, makes sense. Oh, oh. Okay. So for the girl that I had a crush on as a kid, for her to like me, she got to have dementia. Damn. Damn. <laughs> No, straight up. <laughs> However, I ended up being a guest on a show, like you know, like a few months after. But it was, but like, yes, yeah, yes. it's different. It was different. Yeah, yeah. it was different. Sure. But I, you know, I, I root for her so strong because yeah. she means so much to a lot of people mm-hmm. for a lot of different reasons. And 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 it's crazy the amount of people that you see popping up, popping up with dementia. Yeah, like what's going on to where. It's the this food. threshold, because yeah. Bruce Willis, man, food. yep, yeah, it hit Bruce Willis like a storm. Like, like it's so unexpected. He's insane. like nonverbal now. It's bad. Like That's what I heard. Bruce might not make it through. Oh, and no, I don't want to say no, that, no, yeah, but it's bad like that. Like it's the food. I'm telling you. Because yeah, think about it. When I look at pictures from like the 60s, 70s, 50s, everybody was so slim. Everybody, even you had 11 kids. Mama was still no, slim. You know, you're right on that. But 
the food didn't change what the what it is. It's the uh, high fructose corn syrup. That's a that's and a it's large in part. Everything. If you buy it and it's got any kind of sugar, it's got that. And that replaced a lot of the cane sugar, including them shooting up the meat with mm-hmm. different things for preservatives. A lot of that is just not responding to our bodies because we're not supposed to be consuming those additives that they've put in it. Especially at the high volume in which we consume mm-hmm. it. Especially like when you look at sweets. You used to get cake because we're celebrating something. Yeah. I know yeah. people who eat cake every day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. also, too, the drugs. The drugs. Yeah. The drugs. Because, yeah. like, you're talking about a culture that really glamor- glamorized cocaine yeah. in mm-hmm. the late 70s, early 80s. That, like, that couple was skinny, too. Huh? That kept them skinny too. That also kept that also kept. But then when you go from cocaine to crack, yeah, and you're starting to see a lot of people who were like, you know, was recreationally smoking crack back in the day, having heart attacks. Now. Absolutely. People of a certain, and it seems like everybody hitting these different mile markers, and they checking out early yeah. because of the things that they did years ago. Yeah. Not things that they continue to do now. Like some people kicked it. Yeah. But you do damage that is yeah. irreparable. Mm-hmm. And then when you and the, and one of the biggest triggers I think that they said in the documentary about Wendy's dementia was her continued drinking. Mm-hmm. So you have the physical ailments that she already had, the pressures of maintaining a job that everybody wants you to keep doing, uh, a, a marriage that's crumbling. So you you having to juggle and deal with all of those things, and it just takes you t- takes is told to make you spiral out and it sucks <coughs> what are you doing i was gonna say a message to the kids so kids don't drink alcohol just because your mother does it doesn't mean it's okay <laughs> oh. the psa on the show we love it Thank straight you. straight from the youth dem <laughs> oh man Okay, well, I kind of want to kind of keep the same vibe since we are talking about radio life. You know, again, we're all praying for Wendy that everything, you know, she overcomes this. I mean, I'm definitely always been a fan. I know had a lot of hate coming our way just because she was so direct and maybe a little bit of a pot stirrer, but she's one of the people that made me want to, no, someday, because it's going to happen, have my own TV talk show because I was very much inspired by her. But let's get back into the radio world because, you know, well, I think we are now coming up on maybe the year anniversary close to when your departure mm-hmm. um, from the morning hustle. Is that we're getting close? It was like it was about like a year ago, A year huh? to the, the week. Really? Yeah. 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 The second, right? I'm so good at this. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I think the, the Shaq party was like one of the first things I went to like yeah. after. And that was the like, same time. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I just stopped doing it. Okay. So, you know, a year later now. How, no, one of the things that what we've read and studied, and you can tell if this is right or not, you know, you left just because, for one, you know, negotiation, you know, contracts, we couldn't get it done, but for your mental health. Yes. All right. So I would like for you to elaborate, but moreover, I want to know, like, how are you feeling now a year later? Like, how is your mental health now that you're gone? Mental health is way better because I get to get decent sleep. Mm-hmm. I used to hear that my children were difficult in the morning. <laughs> I think the, the rumors term, were true. I think the term you used were assholes. Yeah. <laughs> this one sitting next to me, he has to be to school at 8. 7.40, I had a shower running. I'm like, yo, what are you doing, <laughs> man? You're going to stink today. <laughs> yeah. In my defense, my alarm didn't go off. I didn't set it. I forgot to. That's the, really oldest, that's the oldest. Check it a book. <laughs> my dog ate my alarm. You literally have one job, you know, because like, because I don't like to take them every day. Like, I'll take them some days because yeah. like I'll be trying to like you know get certain things done in the yeah. morning before I gotta go film this. So, 
any like derailment of the train or falling of the domino in the wrong direction <laughs> kind of like alter throws lot. the trajectory of the day mm-hmm. off. So like, you know, so I'd be very gruntled and disgruntled all in the same hour, right? And then um so but like but being able to spend that time with them in the morning is a is is a blessing because I didn't get to do that with my oldest. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a time that I ever took my oldest to school outside of like, oh, it's your first day of this grade or first day of that grade. So to be able to like, you know, drop them off, pick them up, feels great. I also get to do like late night hood rat things with my friends (laughs) and not have to worry about being up early. And that's dope. And uh, I I don't have to deal with the bullshit no more. Like one thing about radio, right? Especially like when you know what you're doing and when you work with and around people with, who, who used to know what they were doing, and they try to impede, impede your process yeah. because they're being micromanaged, it is frustrating yeah. because I came into that situation with a vision, expertise, and know-how, right? So my ideas work, and they always have worked. The only time my ideas don't work is if they're not my ideas. Mm. So I know that's right. And, and that's not even me being cocky because I won't jump out the window with something unless I believe in it and I feel like I, I feel tested it in some way. Because I would do things on social media just to test to see how well it would yeah. work on air, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, they just made it very difficult for me to do what I wanted to do. And I was like, help and entertain the people. Then you start bringing in all these other, like, uh, you know, consultants and stuff like that. Wow. And, like, it's, like, watering down and whitewashing the show a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And and I and granted, like, there's certain things you got to do to help with the TSL, time spent listening, right. and, uh, and, and structure certain things. But the show never had a chance to truly have my voice. Every affiliate that we got... They didn't get them because they knew the other people. Yeah, they got them because they knew me. And that's right. not even me being cocky. That's just fact. No, we it's know. just factual. You know what's real, and they know what's real. Yeah, that's yeah. fact. So, yeah, yeah. like, so when you're hearing less of me because you're trying to, like, push a narrative on the back end and move certain people to the front, yo, like, there's certain affiliates like, yo, what the fuck is this? You know, because people would call me. And I'm like, hey, man, listen, I'm just trying my best to listen to these people because... Yeah. I want the show to continue to be on the air, and they say this is the only way it's going to work. And, you know, and sometimes when you're going into a new situation that's new, you're like, okay, well, I'm a little nervous about it too. So mm-hmm. if you feel like this is what we got to do, okay, I'll give it a go. But then when it don't feel right and you see it's not working and yeah. you see the erosion over here and you see where, like, there's water coming in on the boat because you're not paying attention yeah. to these affiliates yeah. because they're not under the umbrella of the company that you work for, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, somebody got to go super serve these people because they have answers that are not getting answered Thanks. and needs that's not getting met. And I increasingly got frustrated with the whole process because you also had this Mayor McCheese-looking motherfucker <laughs> that worked at the company <laughs> on the back end Talk, you're like you know, like trying to like set a create a narrative that wasn't true uh-huh. about certain things, and we caught this nigga in mad lies. Uh-huh. And it's like, if if you're greasing the steps or you icing the steps on a cold day, so I could walk and slip on that shit, but I saw you do it on the ring cam. Yeah, I ain't going outside. Don't fall and for the banana going, in the tailpipe. Yeah. I'm never going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. So I kept a record of everything. Good, good. Kept an email trail of everything. I know that's right. Just in case if like I ever had to take somebody to court or like defend my good name in some yeah, aspect. Because there's things that they try to do that like I didn't even bring up because I just like having draw fours 
when I yes, play Uno, I will have a fistful of draw four. Yes, play, all of pop, pop, pop. Yeah, like draw four, draw four, reverse, add two. <laughs> yeah, don't play with you. The color's now blue. <laughs> uh, for all of you all listening who are just now learning to play Uno, Understand, these are the rules. I don't care what Uno tells y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can stack a draw four and a draw two, a change the color back to back, double reverse. It don't matter. Don't let them tell y'all the rules. We've been playing this since before they told us what the rules was. We I created disagree our with own some rules. of those rules, but anyway. It's funny that you <laughs> that you uh, speak about them bringing in the consultant because we were just talking about Martin. They did the same thing on there. He did it for a while, but then he was like, listen. My audience does not appeal to this. We need to go back yeah, to what the word on the street is, not yeah. what Jen is telling me to do. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's the problem with radio as a whole. They bring people in who have certain skill sets and abilities, and then they take away their yeah. skill sets and abilities. Yeah, like you hire the hottest like mixer in the city, the hottest DJ in the city who gets records first, and then say, hey, play these seven records. Mm-hmm. You know, and mix shows are for the purpose of breaking new records. Thank you. You know, okay, granted, you got to sprinkle your hits in just yeah. so people don't tune out, I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, people want to hear their favorite song, you know, play the hits. The music is a star, right? Um, but at the end of the day, you have to get people to listen because we live in a world where at any given moment, that song that I used to, like, call a radio station and be on hold for 30 minutes to play, I could make it happen on my phone yeah. by saying, hey, whatever your computer phone name is, to play that song, right? So... I think people in in the higher chairs in radio in a lot of places were stuck in a very archaic yes space of like archaic. what really makes the the people think and tick and then all these things I used to argue with them about and fight with them about I see other people doing it and winning and it makes me mad like mm. really mad like like Cuba Gooden Jr. like <laughs> you know like after the cop steps on like <laughs> mad because I knew I was right and I and I let people's tenure yeah. in the business because you've been here longer yeah. like you know edge like edge my opinion but like okay I, I guess if you know what you're doing like you know <laughs> no, they get stuck in a rut man and Randy and I have both worked in radio and one of the oldest radio stations in the country especially west of the Mississippi celebrating over 90 years I worked there big up and I presented ideas to help improve not only did they steal some of my ideas not hire me but now they're getting plummeted because another station's popped up in the market in the same exact city who's playing all the shit that the people in the town want to listen to so it's like damn i told y'all this in 2013 this station just popped up this year Mm -hmm. and now they're getting obliterated it's like come on man y'all could have been on top and then they would have been trying to figure out okay what do we need to do now? It's, yeah. it's no catching up. They're very reactionary. A lot of people in these positions of power. I, yo, imagine, imagine in 2024, like me telling you this right now, that in 2014, I am having arguments with people on the digital side about why we should put our show's content on YouTube. Yeah, you shouldn't be arguing for that. <laughs> First of all, we want to watch. We want to see who it is now. You have the opportunity to And look at it now. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. No, but their thing is like, we want, no, we want to put it on the morning show website in these little container no. things. Yeah. I'm like, no. Nobody's going to the website to watch that shit. Right. Like, and it's hard to navigate these sites because as soon as you go on there, you're getting bombarded mm-hmm. with ads. Ads, ads. With gotta... the contest that's going on. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. Well, I got a question for that because I literally, because I uh, work with WGAU, we do a talk show over there, and we're literally going through like a situation of this 
like you say, it's very archaic, and we're getting like railroaded and pushed back, you know, because we're a millennial show. Everybody there is really the olders are baby boomers, you know, mm-hmm. so they really not really. But I want to just know your advice from that, like to try to, you know, do we just be like, ah, we just quit, or do you like when you're in the middle of it? What do you suggest? You said what you should have done, right? You you saw the signs, but what would you do in that situation now? Um, in your in, my, in, in your yes. situation, um, while you still are in a position over there. Continue to build your brand, build your build your audience and listen to base, but also in the background, do what you're doing right now. Okay, build your podcast, yourself. build your brand. And when you when it's really time to like depart from over there, bring all the people who listen to you here and listen over there with you to, you know, your new landing space. Because at the end of the day, nothing is forever. Yeah. You know, no you're gig, right. no right. job, no the only thing that really is forever is the like like Funkmaster Flex being on the radio, and uh, and, and Judge Judy. Those okay, are the. Right. Those, she got two shows. <laughs> I love Judge Judy. Those are the only two things that are forever. I think Lisa Gibbons is still on Entertainment Tonight. I think right, <laughs> yeah. and Keenan Thompson on SNL. Like like, very few things are forever. So while you're in the moment, you just have to just build and create as many opportunities as you can because these people don't care if you live or die. Yeah, they replace you in a second, and next to the next. In a heartbeat. And the only thing that I wish I would have, I don't know, because I feel like I did everything Everything, that I needed to do while I was there. Like, you know, I bought some investment properties, you know, invested in some things. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, I could walk away with my head up high and not like James Evans. Like, what are we going to do, Flo? You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, so... Uh, you know, granted, I'm doing this thing now that people call budgeting, but I'm alive. That's such a wild concept. Like this man is literally saying, "I didn't know what that was, but now I have to budget." But I, but I used to be there, right? Because it, yeah. it went from a point to where, like, because I remember the first year I was on the radio, pure transparency. I'm still, I was like, the while well, I'm still doing nights in Dallas, <laughs> the first year I'm there. I'm still like juggling payday loans. Mm-hmm. Like I was robbing Peter to pay Paul, but then I figured out how to rob yeah. Paul. That's mm-hmm. why you started doing them commercials. The uh, payday loan commercials. WeFixMoney.com. WeFixMoney.com. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The funny thing is like that came along later, <laughs> okay. but it was like the irony of it all. Right. Got and, that and, money back. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I looked at that as like God saying, good job, son. Yeah. You know, because yeah. yeah. you know, like you went from getting payday loans and now you're telling people to get payday loans. <laughs> but let me so tell nice. you something. Hey, listen. <laughs> Don't make this a habit. Because right. <laughs> uh, you bought 100, but you're going to pay back five. Yeah. Right. But, but it is what it is. So, you know, you just kind of got to. Get everything you yeah. get and know when it's time to go. Because I could have played the game yeah. mm-hmm. and stayed over there, but I was just so unhappy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So unhappy. And money ain't my God. There we go. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Come on. And, and, and granted, we could pay all the bills three, four times over, but if dad's grumpy and walking around with his fist ball like Arthur... <laughs> Dad might not wake up tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, and you you check out here early. Not so for real. Once you can remove the toxins out your life, whether it's people, a work environment, or even a relationship, Ooh. you will sleep better. You Boy. will you will be happier. Listen. Like, and yo, man, I slept four hours a night for like twenty something years. Well, maybe not 20, because I, I did nights sometimes, right? <laughs> but like, but when I was doing mornings, I was sleeping four hours uh, in some change. That's rough. And then, uh. but my body was trained to run off that. Mm. 
a doctor would probably tell you that is dangerous. Yeah. Mm. You know, not every, like, but like I'm finding it easier to like get the weight off now because like <laughs> because you gotta sleep a certain amount of time before your body even starts. To regenerate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and start processing the food. So when you only sleep in four hours, you ain't even really getting That's a fact. everything you're supposed to get. Mm, High blood fact. pressure is what you get. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so prevalent in our community. Yo, so, I was doing basketball playoff numbers when I would take my heart pressure, <laughs> my blood pressure sometimes. <laughs> like, God damn, that's what Kobe shot. Like, you know, like, <laughs> that's wicked. So I, I did kind of want to... Pivot a little bit. Okay. Uh, we saw a couple things in the news, and I just wanted to run them by you, uh, some relationship things. Come with it. Uh, so, Matt Barnes, we're talking NBA. We'll go there first. Okay. So, I don't know if you saw, but Matt Barnes and his ex-wife, Gloria Govan, are having a bit of an issue amongst each other because he's accusing her of using his AMX without his without his permission. Okay. So, you're married. Mm-hmm. Um, if that was the case to where you, you know, you guys were to, you know, become divorced or whatever, is there a cutoff or is it, you know, like, Hey, use the car. You know, we, we still got to take care of the kids. I'll pay for it and take care of it. Or it's like, Hey, we done. You done. Right. I I think Matt Barnes is probably operating from a, a rich man perspective to Mm -hmm. where like you can use the car. It's not really affecting me. But if it gets to a point where I see, like, you really abusing it and mm-hmm. it's really starting to affect the bottom line, oh, man, the card has been lost or stolen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and and what Matt Barnes do don't necessarily work and apply for everybody else. That's there are some fight. people who are in a relationship because they need to be in that to survive financially. Mm-hmm. It's rough out here. Mm-hmm. Nothing's Facts. getting cheaper. Minimum wage has not went up in years. And the cost of living in even being alive is more expensive. expensive I used to so. always wonder why, like, because I, when I was young, I was like, I want to live to be 135. If I can figure it out, I'm going to live to be 135. Mm-hmm. Now when I talk to old people, they look like they're ready to go. And yeah. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it costs too much money to be alive. You know, especially when you have people like, I used to go to the movies for 50 cents. Right, Damn. I wish. I never. <laughs> and it's like, I would, I would be terrified. As a person who remembered those prices to see what it costs to go see something at 7 p.m. at AMC Atlantic Station. Well, you better okay. be there at 11 a.m. when they open, boy, to get the matinee prices. Facts. Shit. I used to see three movies in one day. I paid for one, but the yep. other two, it is free, boy. Yo, when they started like doing the massage seats, it made it a little bit more difficult. They do massage seats oh, for yeah. matinee now? Yeah. Or what, they do for period. most of the, for the movies. Yeah. 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 You can choose your seat, which is kind of cool if you think about it, but I didn't think about it. I guess it's been so long since I had to do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even consider that. Isn't that more embarrassing than having to move because you ain't supposed to be there? And the theater full, too? It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to head out. Yeah, man. Jason Statham only killed four people. Movie just started. Like, what? Oh, man, like, you better sit up front. You know, ain't nobody picking that seat, boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the neck, <laughs> the neck <Right>. break <laughs> section. <laughs> we had to sit there a couple times. Yeah. No, that's too funny. But yeah, now nah, like yeah, but what Matt Barnes is going through is it's something that you get to a point where like, hey man, like and that Amex specifically, mm-hmm. you gotta pay that. You do at the end of the month. You shall do. You do. Yeah. They got, got a, a little bit more lenient. Yeah, but Amex does not play at all. They don't play mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> I love them. I ain't gonna lie, I love them, especially because I use the Delta one when I'm flying and everything. You get your points. You swipe your cards. You get your points. If, it's amazing, but when they come time to pay that motherfucker, they want that. What lie did they tell you to make you get that Delta Amex? None. Really? They, uh, I think it was the um, 
you get like seventy thousand after you spend so much. Okay, maybe something like that. I was like, shit, I travel. I'll take that. Man, I got finessed so good at uh, Kennedy Airport. No, I think it was. <laughs> so the Amex guy was out there, and I already had a Delta Amex off top, right? Yeah. And he was like, "Yo, you got an Amex?" And I thought I was gonna get out of that conversation very quickly. Like, yep, already got one. It's like, "Yo, but you got the purple one?" I'm like, "No." Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, "Why well, I need the purple one?" Yeah. Well, if you get the purple one, you could go into the Delta Sky Club anytime mm-hmm. you want. And oh. I'm like, "Word." But he didn't tell you to fire for it. It was no fine print. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go in the Delta Sky Club anytime you want. You have to be flying Delta oh, yeah, that you, day you still. Do. Yeah, absolutely. Aww. And I got it on the strength of like, yeah, like, Dang. and yo, when I, when I tell you mm-hmm. I pulled that purple card out one it, day and I was in the airport, my flight was delayed because I was flying somebody else though. Yeah. I, pu- I, I pulled that <laughs> out like you was like, you like you was giving somebody a yeah, tip. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but what's how your flight leave? And I'm like, uh, like later, and I'm like, what's your flight number? Like Southwest, blah blah blah. I'm like, yo, you nah. can't be here. It's seventy five bucks. Beat it. Or, or whatever the price <laughs> was. And I was like, damn man, they got me. Yeah. <laughs> they also get you. You pulled it out like a big joker. <laughs> Draw four. <Yeah. laughs> they get you with the annual fee on that one too. Yeah. That one and the, uh, the platinum one, like it's astronomical, like several hundred dollars a year to even have the car, which I mean, if you're traveling a lot and you use that car, it'll pay for itself mm-hmm. and that fee. But if you ain't traveling, like most of the people travel for work. Yeah. If you don't travel for work and you just a casual vacationer, listen, you're going to have a whole new uh, interest rate price with that motherfucking uh, uh, annual fee yeah. at your car. Yo, real spill. And the thing is like, I don't fly Delta all the time just because I have the card and them points. Mm-hmm. I'm flying whoever's the least expensive. I know that's right. Yeah, Anybody with Spirit of Frontier? Like, thank you. There so has you to be, said not Spirit of Frontier. No. There has to be no flights available. None. <laughs> because by the time you pay for like I don't know your wallet to go on the plane right. with you, exactly. You play it. You paying the Randy's amount. Randy's like an expert. Because she's like, an you expert at flying Spirit. I sure am. I make sure that you know I have enough to fit in my personal item, which flies free. So there's no check in. There's no carry on. It's that free personal item, which you can get a lot in there. Um, and I make sure that it's a short flight where I don't have to you know go far. So and I usually always find me an ending seat because I wait. I let them choose my seat. And I usually just get lucky. I'm usually in the front or window seat, and it's always cheap and inexpensive for me. So you're small. I can't do that with my clothes. I can't put three, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta two or three. You got to roll them up, though, so you got to roll them a certain way. I can't way. put two or three days' worth of clothes in a backpack and shoes. No, not the, shoe, not the shoes, not the shoes, the shoes. This guy likes spirit or something, right? No, no, no. <laughs> there's, probably, there's probably a reason that she's the only person I know that has been on Spirit Airlines and lived to tell the tale. Turned into a spirit. <laughs> why, so. why is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think when you know what you're signing up for, it's a little bit easier to yeah. pull yeah. it off. Because like I, I used to fly Spirit, uh, in the beginning. Yeah. Because like it was better in the beginning. Because I used too. to be an AirTran person, right? Oh. And then when AirTran got eaten up by Southwest, like I was disgruntled again, right? Because like, like, like I was somebody on AirTran. You know, like I flew AirTran enough to where like I was like like. Triple platinum. Nice you know? to see you again, Mr. Crack. Yeah, would you, like to see, would you like to fly with the pilot today? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was somebody on air train, and then when they switched to Southwest, I had no juice because, like, mm. all my credits didn't transfer oh, over, like, right? So okay. I'm like, all right, so how can I fly to, like, Texas or Atlanta or from Atlanta to New York officially? So Spirit popped up, and they used to talk about the things that you had to pay for in advance on yep. Spirit, and I didn't believe them. And because Atlanta sometimes operates in the spirit of excellence, mm-hmm. no one was paying attention to whether or not I paid to check my bag 
for <laughs> like two years, right? Oh, you got so, lucky. So I'm just going through. Like, yeah, I got no clue. Like, I ain't paying no extra fee for the bag. I'm getting through. And then one day, yeah, I'm leaving out of DFW. And the person working at the, the, the gate wanted to make manager or something. <laughs> and she made an example out of my ass. She's oh. like, yo, you didn't pay for that bag. It's a hundred and blah, blah, blah dollars yeah. to check that bag right here on the spot. Damn. And uh, and to add insult to injury, I think I had an ankle injury and had a cane that day, right? Oh, so, dang. Yeah, no and I, mercy. And I was like, but I have a cane. <laughs> 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 and then he can't. You got a bag for you too, my nigga. That's too funny. They made me check the bag in the cane. Them niggas that's, is so serious. Yeah. Just, that's just, Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. You know, they some soulless people. That's yeah. terroristic Hell right no. there, boy. That's I don't wish nothing bad on nobody, but I hope she get Lyme disease. At no. least. Oh, oh, <laughs> Lose a foot. <laughs> oh, oh my good times. Gosh. You know, I feel like having you here is just like, you know, just so easy just to go with the flow, talk to. It's just like you've been our, our cousin that we ain't talked to in a long time. Yo, I feel like, yeah, like I popped up for like an episode. <laughs> and like, yeah, the energy is so dope. I would do this with y'all anytime. Oh, oh shit, say less. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm not saying that in a Hollywood way because some people be like, yo, I'll pull up anything. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. we know. Like, really, I will. Like, like, yeah, like, no, I like, we appreciate I like getting that. out the house. I really do. I always make it a point to tell our guests before we start, like, hey, you home, like we chilling. Yeah. We're gonna have a conversation. It's gonna be conversational. Like, feel free to be yourself. And I mean that. And every time, this is always the response. And with us building as long as we've built, it's like a cookout. Minus, yeah. minus yeah. the grill. Like we hanging out. Yes. But you know, we handling business and we take this very seriously. No, and like when you create a comfortable environment, everything. You know yeah. Because there's sometimes when you're about to go do an interview, it's like, oh, oh shit, damn. here we go. Get my mind right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then there's situations where, like, oh man, it's been like, you know, like it was a conversation that was started weeks ago and you just hit unpause and resume. It started yeah. again. Yeah. Like, this don't even feel like work. Well, that made me think about something, and because, you know, don't feel like work, you feel like a home family environment. And I want to get into something because one of the things about Black Educated and Broke, you know, we call our family classmates. We want people to feel like they're a part. And when we started this podcast, we wanted to have people on the show who were going to be uplifting, empowering, making a difference. And I'm in head crap. We know you got that going on, right? But shout out to you from um, at the Royal Couch Experience. That's when I saw you again. Oh, yeah. Mm, You be. You better stop forgetting me. I didn't forget anyway. you. Yo, there was a lot going on that night, right? Oh, well, yeah, when I saw him, like, did he know where he was walking into? I didn't. Okay, I figured. However, <laughs> like American Express, <laughs> I feel like I'm good everywhere. Yes, yes. But it was weird, right? And shout out to King, who put on a phenomenal yes, event, happy belated birthday. But, like, it's just like, so not knowing the magnitude and yeah. setup that was going on mm-hmm. and then how much of the LBGTQ crew was going to mm-hmm. be yeah. in the house, which, once again, I have no issue with. Right. Um, I just didn't know, yeah. right? So when I walked in, I was like, damn, a lot of people have the same hair color as me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, like, and then I took a picture with a group of, like, you know, very not not straight men, and it, and it, it looked like I, I was like we was a group. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, so, What's wrong with you? They probably put your ass on media takeout, like this no. I know, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, like I, you know, I love people. Yeah, I love the love that I get from yeah, people, absolutely. and I love that Atlanta is a place where people could be whoever, absolutely. They absolutely. Are, whatever that may be. You know what I'm saying? So. That that vibe right there is dope, and I got to see 
two new artists that yeah. I'm now a fan of. Like, right? Uh, King's dude JJ is what? talented as a mother. The whole and production I've talked to had. them. They're, they're going to, I've talked to them. With, so I did the AI Music Lab with Lexus for Rolling Out. Okay. And I spoke to both of them. They're on our list to come in this year. Got you, yo. Yeah. JJ is super talented. Oh, yeah. And they there are. was a young, another lady. And I just like. Which one was it? Not, was it Catalia? No. Uh, who, who, at the very end, who was like featured on that record with Fabulous. Damn, I just. Oh, uh, I, uh, um, yeah. Uh, 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 she was, had the red hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she, was so yeah she was so dope. She was so, so dope. So, man, like, I, I, man, I just love going, being a fish out of water in any scenario. And I appreciate a man that just can be in different environments mm-hmm. and just still be cool. Like, because, you know, people get so funny when they're around mixed company. And I feel like you always be cool. Because, I mean, it's, you're still a person. We're all still mm-hmm. people. Like, we might like different things, but we all the same people. They so. don't give up their inner, inner wants. They're ready to chill out. Um, just it, go it, in there and enjoy we, it. We're we not going to go there. <laughs> Anyway, but I was saying that about the show about up- uplifting and empowerment. And so with your single that you have, which is called, I think, Trouble Don't Last. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited to talk about that because, again, it's it's, it's an uplifting song. It's an empowerment song. There was a couple lyrics in here I was going to talk about as we get into. But um, definitely about, you know, about your your your, your youngest son. Uh-huh. Is this, is this my back- oldest. I was talking about my oldest in that one. Okay, that's back, that's a, that's back up north. She took him in. Yeah, so, um, so like, yeah. a lot of times when I do music, Certain songs would be like snapshots of different pockets of time in my okay. life. Okay. So, um, in Trouble Don't Last, it was kind of about the uh, like me in the late '90s. Okay. Where like I had my first son. Uh, I'm out of high school, not quite sure what I'm doing in the college space, and even when like first I'm feeling so ashamed, couple dollars to my name, niggas stunting all around me, new rings, the shiny chains, yeah. and this is Dallas. This is big body truck era Ew, Dallas. Yes. BMF pulling up to Dallas. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that that was even that BMF at that time. It was crazy. Because, like, me and my man Kino, we used to host this uh, this club on Friday nights called Gigi's, right? That's the uh, Bodega Brothers, right? Yeah, from the Kino from Bodega Brothers. Yeah. Yo, so we would be hosted, and, and these dudes would be like, yo, I give you this bottle of champagne. Shout out BMF in the house. And I'm like, okay. Wow. BMF in the house, wow. and they would give me the bottles of champagne that you heard people rapping about, right? Yeah. Wow. Because I wasn't a big drinker. I wasn't like a, a crystal, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. That was that era. But it was like, wow. So they, then when you realize, like, oh, that was them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, snap. So you're seeing all this flustering going on, and here I am trying to figure out where I'm going to be in life. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, like, Friends of mine who like had one foot in the drug game, one foot in something else, and watching them like catch cases and do time, and and it's like, damn, okay, I can't go that way. That's not my route. And then the song just kind of takes you through that journey of like me eventually getting on the radio, me having my son, and then you know me and his mom like kind of like getting, getting separated because I was too immature for all the 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 energy that I, and attention that I was getting. And I think also we were growing. Mm-hmm. In different spaces, she called me up the other day, cursed me out, all caps, because uh, she heard the record and oh. she's like, "I didn't try to take you to court out of spite." And I'm like, "Yo, that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, yo, like, <laughs> if you were one of the ones pushing court out of spite, please stop it." However, she did try to take me to court for my son. I had to pay money for a lawyer to get custody of my son. Yeah, hit dog because she was trying to take him <laughs> to New York, and I just felt like. I could provide better for him at that time because by this point, I'm on the radio. I have steady income Mm -hmm. and a stable environment. And my dad uh, had moved from New York 
to help me out. We was on some two oh, and a half men type shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. So, you know, so like it's like kind of all chronologing, uh, you know, doing that chronological story almost in real time. Okay. And then it's just like the last version is like, hey, you may go through some shit, but it don't last always. That's a fact. And yeah. you just got to kind of just like, you know, ride the wave and, and survive the storm. So I hope, you know, someone hears that record and gets motivated by it. And shout out to Zaytoven for doing the beat. Yeah, let's go and play a little you bit know, of man. that. Gotta go with the road for the cake 
get buried from now. All right. So that was Trouble Don't Last. Trouble Don't Last by the one and only Headcrack. Hey, hey, man. Uh, yeah, my latest single <laughs> off my upcoming project, Microdose. It's an EP. It's coming at you first week in April, oh, man. You, I mean, if you're trying to microdose, I mean, we can get it popping. Oh, what you know about it, man? Listen, Okay. Man, I, I, I'm a, a, a survivor. I'm a survivor of uh, 11 ayahuasca ceremonies and, uh, yeah, and microdosing That's as well. That's serious. <laughs> wow. That's really what put the battery in my back to be like, yo, man, you don't really need to be doing radio. Mm. Or, and not even do radio. You don't even be doing radio for them. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, Because mm. I was really trying to find the, the reason uh-huh. to keep going and enduring mm. with the beat. Like, yo, but... Well, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, everybody's dependent on you financially. Like, what are you going to do? But, like, hey, listen, you're going to do you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day. It always yeah, works okay. out. And, you know, like, you know, like, God always going to throw another scenario at yeah. you that's going to keep you afloat. And, yo, the boat been floating. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and this allowed me to unlock other skills. I started doing stand-up because I could be out later. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, like, like some sketch comedy, huh? Not even really like sketch comedy, but people have hit. I directed a sketch for a comedian a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I want to do sketches. Okay. But it just gotta be funny. Because like, okay, there's yeah. some people, there's some sketches that ain't funny. And like, let's talk about. That. Let's okay. talk about that because I'm the same way. So you know, with us being here in Atlanta, there's plenty of people who, if they're not from here doing comedy, they move here to do comedy. Right. And it's just some comics out there that I don't find funny, and I feel like I'm a very easy person to make laugh. Okay. Like, no, you're not. I'm, I really am. Like, <laughs> I, I will, I will laugh. And probably you'd be like, listen, that's not supposed to be funny, but I'm still be oh, laughing. I got a dark sense of humor too. Like, yeah, I, I will so, laugh at something. I, I can find a humor in something and, terrible. And, and anything. <laughs> so, what makes a sketch? Funny or not funny? Like, what is, like, something that you would look at and be like, okay, this would actually be funny? I think it's a level of relatability. Yeah, okay. And I think a lot of times if something is really funny to somebody and not funny to you, maybe you don't relate. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, and, and And I can definitely, like, understand that. And know what that is. Like, Trusky did something the other day, right? Called King of Pussy? No, it was the, the work wife one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, listen. Yeah. I felt that. That was yeah. funny. I felt that. <laughs> yeah. He was having yeah. he was having a good day up until his wife came to pick one. Yeah. Like, Yo. 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 Hey, if you know, hey. you know. <laughs> when, when he went in the break room and saw the chick with the other, he's like, you know that's my bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I think Drewski is hilarious. Not everybody thinks Drewski is funny. Yeah, and, and the crazy thing is I was one of those people who didn't 100% understand it because of the things specifically that I would Because I wasn't seeing the skits. Mm. I was just seeing them in things. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, if you say so. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then when I started seeing more stuff on the timeline, because the algorithm is weird. Yes, yes it is. You know what I mean? It changes. Yo, like, I follow my son. I never see him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, That's what I tell people all the time. Like, even today, I was going through stories, and I was like, "Damn, I didn't even realize I still followed you." And they'd be so far down. It's like, why is this not at the top of my feed? Well, let me tell you what Instagram started doing a few years ago, and like, me and Instagram have been having. Yeah, because when you, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was in jail. I thought so. Okay. Insta jail. <laughs> um, so a few years ago, and I have a weird skewed thing of time because of like the way time works in my head, but. <laughs> Instagram went from like 
showing you everything in real time to showing you things in the order that they feel like they want to show it to you, mm-hmm. right? And it got to a point where, like, so many people on the platform were coming up, building the platform up and getting all these followers Uh and then directly marketing to those followers. Mm -hmm. So then they realized, oh, well, if we add this boost post thing Mm -hmm. on there. Yeah. Because, like, if you have a million followers and I let you talk to a million people at one time, you got too much power. Mm -hmm. But what if I can make it to where anytime you talk, if you have a million followers, only 20,000 people see it. And if you want to unlock the rest of it, kind of like OnlyFans. If you want to unlock the rest of it, pay $5 more or $15 more. That and is. that's whack because that's yes. not how the platform started no, and you used us. Yep. And then when you get yep. in trouble, you can't reach out. There's nobody you can pick up on the phone nobody and talk to. Nobody can call. However, I did talk to a person who said they knew a person that they can call and have pick up. Because I got put in jail one time for 30 days. Damn. About an anti-bullying post that I made, and they said I was bullying. Oh my! God. See, I, I I feel like it's bots who kind of uh, not navigate but uh, watch over what's going on because I've seen that happen before. I'm like, hold on, that is not what is going on here. Why is this post not doing better? I've been on Instagram long enough to remember when you got to the end of the feed before there was an explore page. <laughs> like, you would stop and be like, damn, well, that's it. Let me wait. Me and you, <laughs> me and you like IG settlers. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the old west. <laughs> then, and, and like, yo, the other day when I got locked up, I got locked up. So there was a post where I posted where like, so I found, so I'll find some content that I like. And I never just, just throw up something that I find, right? Mm-hmm. I will always add some stuff to it, remix it, make it mine. I saw a video of a lady fighting another lady. One lady had a bat. The other one just had her bones. And uh, so I took that video, and then I put the video game health bar at the the top of it. And then I gave these people names. I gave the lady with the bat. I gave her the name Batgirl. And I gave the other girl the name Becky with the good hands. That's hilarious. And, uh, And then my caption was, man, this new Street Fighter, mad realistic. Who got next? They after like a week and mad views. Oh, that was so creative. They, they so tagged creative. me and said, yo, yeah. your video violated. Yep. It's bullying. And I'm like, how is it bullying? I'm not even there. I'm requesting a, a review. Uh-huh. Maybe because you called them the names, I guess. That maybe the names they thought was maybe bullying. Becky with the good hands is a compliment. Because <laughs> the way she took them bat hits, like she just kept coming. After the first bat hit, I'm going home. Yeah. But she kept coming. She felt him. The next day, she felt him for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Forearms well, shattered. Yeah. Yeah. New pain unlocked. A hospital bill must be insane. Yeah, man. If it's not in America, then it's probably not. True. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hate Instagram for all of those reasons. Okay. All of those reasons. It's social media as a whole, man. I, um, even on TikTok, I know people with huge followings who... Every time I get on, they're posting. And one lady, she posted something an hour went by. She had no views. And it's like, that's ridiculous. Like, no, you yeah. have a huge following. There's that's no the way view. you have no views. Unless she bought them. No, no, she is didn't that buy a lot of that still uh, be going no, on. Not her. She, she's definitely, all hers is organic. Okay. Um, I'm not saying it I know for a fact. But watching her platform, the way she's built it, she ain't bought none of her views because she doesn't do astronomical numbers. She doesn't have millions of followers. Mm. But I'm pretty sure there's some kind of banning. She gets yeah, the, the, There's shadow banning. Yep. Mm-hmm. There is uh there's there's content creator suppression. Yeah. There, oh, I didn't know there about that. There is color 
favoritism. Absolutely. You know, because I used to see a lot of TikTok Randy, shut your mouth. You know it. that's a fact. No, I'm telling you something. This is like a trend. There's something that you're saying that the Instagram or TikTok No, TikTok is, for sure. Think about it. When we create a dance and then white people go do the dance, if you go search the dance, you won't see none of us doing the dance. You'll only see yes, the white okay. people actually doing okay, the dance. Okay, that's what we're referring mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Got it. Fucking and maybe. It yeah, fucking it up. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like, oh, look at Taylor Swift doing the swag and surf. Oh, my God. It's like, it's a swag and surf. It's like, you can't add an and to it and call it something new. Sue everybody. Bro. Well, well, how do you feel about that? Because they show Taylor Swift more than the show today. Hey, hey, wait a minute, sir. Let's not do this. Let's He's not. just asking his opinion. Well, I'm just no, asking I know him. where Rod is going with this. Let's, what about I'm, Taylor Swift? I'm pro- I was <laughs> asking the man how he felt about Taylor Swift being all over the Chief games. What? Um, here's the thing, man. Like, I'm not a Swifty. Okay. But they said the last Super Bowl was the biggest mm-hmm. Super Bowl. It was. it was the biggest thing watched, watched. ever since the moon landing. Yep. Which is crazy. Since the moon landing? Yeah. That's In what they said. 1964. Yeah. Who knew that many people had TV or Nielsen? <laughs> <laughs> How are we getting these metrics? I didn't even think about that part. <laughs> I think I think somebody just said that, and it's like it should sound great. <laughs> yeah. Like, but when you look at the perfect storm that was created, mm-hmm. you had all the sister girl honey childs that wanted to see Usher. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You had all the football fans who wanted to watch the game. Absolutely. And you had all the Swifties who had no idea who was even playing. Exactly. Yes. They just want to see Taylor. Right. Mm-hmm. So it created an influx of all these people that would have never been there if it wasn't for all these three elements being That's combined before. And I don't even know how you can create that perfect, like what combination of things could happen next yeah. year that could triple. never, not, I won't say it would never happen, but it would have to be something of that magnitude to even come about, yeah. to come up for that. You got to hit all the cultures. Yeah. Yeah. That was huge for, not even for our culture, but for, I guess what you would say, what, television history? You know, it was kind of mid to me. Uh, yeah. Well, not even Usher. Like, Usher's performance was dope. No. Yeah. Oh, let's, let's talk well, about it. We ain't talking gotta, about that. I got to give him his credit, man. Usher killed that shit. For real, for real. Yo, and as a person who goes to the circus and hopes that something terrible happens, <laughs> <laughs> like, for him to be on those skates <laughs> and, like, maintain his yeah. balance the yeah. entire time, I was impressed. Because I was like, if there's ever a time <laughs> that so I don't want to see somebody fall uh-huh. on some skates, it's right now. However, if Usher fell while skating... It's a wrap. He maintained his balance. He rocked out. Mm-hmm. And it, but they it, say he was skating all over the Vegas show. Yeah, so he's a professional. Oh, okay. yeah, he did that in Atlanta. I thought he did yeah, that he started here. But, you know, it's a Super Bowl stage. You would think there'd be, like, one loose cord or some shit. No, you know, no, somebody trip over. Like, ATL 2 going to have Usher in it now. Get some thick ass confetti that like <laughs> that wasn't really like roll overable. <laughs> I felt like there was something that would, but not it may, And he even managed to do his ballads. I yes. didn't think he was going to be able to get I didn't, those. I didn't off. think he would because yeah. it's Super Bowl. It's halftime. Halftime is boom, boom, upbeat. Let's do all this. Yeah. And when he did the my boo, I was like, I was not expecting yeah. that of all. So I'm like. I'm probably one of the few people that say the halftime performance was kind of mid. Like, I called it mediocre. I agree. Because um, it didn't hit on all cylinders like it should have. Now, did he come out to the instrumental of My Way? Yes. What he should have done was actually come out to My Way. For people who's been Usher fans, like, I had that CD in fourth grade. Definitely had that CD. Like, and he <laughs> had so many upbeat bangers that he, he, he did and could have done, but I think the flow was just a little off. I wouldn't have done no ballads. I would have just tore their mouth out every I, I, song. I would have kept the ballads out of it. Yeah, yeah definitely. 
What, what, what you want to say? <laughs> I'm probably going to get a lot, of, a lot of hate from this. I didn't really watch the halftime show. Like, I saw a bit of it, uh-huh. but barely any of it. It's okay. You're not alone. There was other several that did. Several people didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you it, said, was it was Jake or somebody. He would have been there. Like, <laughs> who was Jake? Oh, uh, the State Farm. No, not Jake. Oh. This is so like <laughs> having kids puts me in the flow of information that oh, I would yeah. have been if had I and I have. So there's this artist named Jake. You know, people are running out of names and letters, right? So, <laughs> so, so he spells his name J V K E. Okay. Let us pronounce Jake. This nigga's White Drake. White oh, word. what? Minus the raps. It's oh. weird, right? But, like, he likable, and oh. he got bops. And I saw him perform at Tabernacle. Oh, word. Incredible show. Look at this oh, Jake character. Incredible show. Yeah, this can't be putting me on, like, stuff that I would have never, like, been in a loop on. Let me write that down oh. right now so I, I can remember. Uh, the girl I do the show with, she's posted about him before, but I didn't know who this was. Okay, yes. Yeah, like, tight, <laughs> uh, like, tight stage show, the whole nine. Like, everybody in the crowd knew every word except me. Like, it was, <laughs> But it was a very entertaining show. But, yeah, I mean, I can understand what you said about the pacing. Mm-hmm. Um... But, you know, I know you can only do so much during the Super Bowl halftime because I even thought Michael Jackson's joint was okay. Because, mm. like, I don't know. I'm a weird Michael Jackson fan. I like Michael and Quincy. And uh, when he performed, if my memory serves me correctly, I think he did a lot of his, like, nigga with a keyboard beat songs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I, those, I didn't want to hear those. You want to hear the bangers, man. Yeah, I want to hear, like, the deep bass line, you know, dude with a lit cigarette. You know, Absolutely. When you're watching the halftime show, like you're expecting certain things. And I think Usher's song selection, it was good. Not to take anything away from it, especially for Atlanta. It was awesome. For Atlanta, yes. For Atlanta, it was awesome. But for somebody who listens to music outside of Atlanta, yeah. didn't grow up on just Atlanta music, mm-hmm. and are fans of this artist, there was a... a another way to do it like it's halftime you supposed to be like this is where we really coming to see the game cool but we coming to see this halftime it's like a, a hbcu band we come in to watch, watch the, the halftime band. show i mean but my man bought a strip pole out he did yeah. like he took you he took you to cascade skating right <laughs> i was shocked he didn't do lovers and friends yeah because all of them knew he wasn't yeah. gonna do that yeah, but you did my boy slow. let yeah. it burn though yeah. like how you do yeah. those you songs swap, and swap not do that out for that for sure yeah, I would I would have worked the playlist a little differently, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I called it on those first two songs because like because I was of having course. a debate with somebody. They was like, "What songs you think you're gonna do?" He's like, probably gonna come out with uh, "You Don't Have to Call" mm-hmm. and uh, "Caught Up," and yeah. they're like, "No way!" Absolutely, and he totally started. How do you not two songs? I was like, "How are we even having this conversation?" And then he ended it with, "Yeah, as he should, as yeah. he should." And but Ludacris out with the fro, like mm-hmm. it was only that, that was that. 2002 Ludacris right there. But I didn't like how they gave my girl Alicia, you know, trying to say that her vocals wasn't on point. I, I missed it. I, I thought it, was, it sounded good. It. it was just that first part. Oh, yeah. so you caught it. It was like the yeah, it was the first. How did part. it go? It's just <laughs> it's it was a little squeakiness to it. Like she when she when she started singing, it just. It didn't come out the way it was I thought you were going to like sing it so I can kind of get an understanding. You don't want your ears blowing off. What was the, what was the, what <laughs> you was the song you came out to? I forgot. Blowing off, huh? What was the song she came out to? Um, some people. That's exactly how she said it. 
That was an accurate That's too funny. Oh. And, I, and like it, it, the same way I looked at my phone, I looked at the TV. Live? Well, she got it. She got it right. She got it quickly. Oh Lord. She heard it too. All for usher the hunch on her at the end of the performance. Hey yo. Did you think that was inappropriate for him to be, you know, behind her singing it, you know, kind of caressing her ever so lightly? Okay. As a person who's not a R&B historian. Your right? wife's Alicia Keys. How do you handle it? <laughs> he putting hands on us. <laughs> like, at least a shoulder check, right? Hockey style. <laughs> when we walk by. <laughs> but, but in the Mabu video, is this something that they did? I yes, thought they did. That's why it was exactly they did that the exact thing. thing. So, and that's the optics that I'm looking at it at. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, how brazen and bold is this man? Because <laughs> you know, I know he was doing what he was doing in Vegas. Yeah. But, whoa, in front of the whole world. Because <laughs> I don't think he would do that to Beyonce. Oh, no, she wouldn't go for nah, that. No, Hov ain't going yeah. for that one. I don't know. I look at it in that same sense, but also think about it like this: like if your woman is in a movie and there's an intimate scene, yeah, are you? What are you gonna do? That's the role she's in, and that's the scene. So it was nothing, you know. It wasn't more to it than a cuddled up. Like that's pretty elementary. Well, you, Randy, you came in with the logic that I would know. Not too much. Yeah. Randy, that's love. Randy yeah. did a little movie, and she had a little. Kissy boo boo scene. Yep. And you know, how, so, how, did, it, how was, did your man react? You know, I was uncomfortable. Uh, Even though, like, I told him, and he was still like, You didn't tell me you did. Th- yes, I did. He just chose to not listen to that portion, but he wasn't very comfortable. But I mean, whatever. It's acting. I didn't want nothing more than that. The yeah. art is the art. Like, in my acting space, I'm only really trying to do roles mm-hmm. where there's, like, romantic scenes in it. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's, your, that's your goal? Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it, it's my loophole. <laughs> I can't lie. I think my, my whole theory to that is so this is gonna sound really fucked up. Cover your ears, young. So when you're doing those movies, like as a man, we know what happens when we get aroused. And it's like, listen, I don't know that I would be able to prevent that. And I know like some actresses can be really awkward or weird about that part. Like, hey, listen, we're acting. You're not supposed listen. He's got a mind of his own. If the wind mm. blows wrong, I can't tell him what to do. And you don't want to actually, you know, make them uncomfortable in that sense. But hey, I would live that, for that, that moment. That intimacy coach is on, on on set to help with that. To kind that of, coach can't tell my. Well, even to have a separate conversation. Right. Right. Yeah. You do a monster ball with Holly Berry. Boy, stop. Yeah, like I'm about to be. Hey, listen, I'm a method actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do the scene that we can. But I'm just letting you know, just letting you know how, how, how you'll get the best performance out of me. Because <laughs> like, we had an interview with somebody the other day, and I'm gonna leave the name out of it, but because I don't know what's gonna make the air was yeah. not right. <laughs> but like this person, does, it is a guy, does a lot of sex scenes in the show that he's on. Oh wow! And it was almost. It seemed that he was actually appalled that he had to do so many sex scenes on that show. And I'm like... P-Valley. Nah. <laughs> well, that was the thing I was throwing in there. I was like, yo, because who was my man who played uh, Ralph Tresvant in uh, the New Edition? Oh, Algie Smith. Why do I forget his name? And that's my man, too. We've had him, yeah, too. We had yo, when, when I saw Algie the first time after like he was doing Euphoria, I like, high-fived him because I'm like, yo, bro. Right. <laughs> exactly. For the culture. Yeah. 
like for the culture. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, took her down. Boy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Thing. Like, wow. You know? And 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 it and I don't know. And, and I understand. Like everybody operates in a a, a different space. Mm-hmm. However, as a person who's been in jail relationship for a long time, you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> You well, they try to figure out what windows you can climb out of when you can climb out of said windows. So I live vicariously through other people. So here you are with all this freedom to man. They have me making love to these beautiful women on camera, and please, and he's not, you know, yeah, you know, glitter posse. No, right. (laughs) So it's like, but I understand everybody's wired differently. You know how many people want to be in your place? You better accept it. City Mouse, Country Mouse thing. I think the grass is always green on the other side. Yeah. Like, but I mean, it's a show. He ain't actually hitting nothing. So, like, what's... I don't know. Like, what's the <laughs> the proximity like making... in which this person, like, ends up getting with this person on numerous occasions numerous. on said show. It's uh-huh. like, we go together now. Like, <laughs> and they like when we used to uh, stay up late watching Skinamax. Like as I got up, I was like, "These motherfuckers ain't doing nothing, man. What is this? What are they doing here? This ain't real thing. This is missing about two X's." Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and get ready to wrap things up, but um, before we do, we want to know. You talked about, you know, your acting. Do you got any more acting gigs coming up? Yo, so I did a movie with Dana Dane, really, uh, not too long ago, and uh, that I, I know they're in post production mm-hmm. now, like editing and put it together. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, there is also some other movie I shot that's in the can. Like I've been going like on go auditions, like going for things and. Uh, and trying to be not myself and everything. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, if I stand in one trying place, to typecast you, huh? the phone will ring and it'll be like, yo, we need a DJ. Yeah. 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 And, and that's cool. And it's dope yeah. to know that you occupy that space yeah. in people's minds the way they look at you in that way. They're like, yo, we need a guy to play you. Right. <laughs> and so that's great. But I've been working with acting coaches so I could expand the range and the things that people see me because people think I'm this nice guy. People completely forget that I fought Kimbo Slice Jr. a year ago, right? So they did it for you. What? So like you know, like so I can do more than what you think you know me for. Like, oh, he's such a nice guy. No, I play nice on TV, so white people give me their money. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Protect the check at all costs. You know what I mean? Like you know, there's a fine line between like being militant and being you know. I don't want to throw no black man under the bus. It's still the tail end of Black History Month. However, <laughs> my man who hosts America's funniest home videos. Like, this, you know, like, as long as you ain't doing that. Yeah. You know, yeah, for yeah. the man, and, you, you know, you still know who you are. A tap, 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 yeah, like, yeah. but there's a way to, like, not nigga your way out of a check. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, but still, you know, but still keep it a buck in a truck. So, like, you know, I want to expand those boundaries and show people what I'm capable of doing. Beyond the DJ space, I yes. want to be in a horror movie. I want to die in a horror movie. You want to? Why? That black person always dies. No, not all I, want, time. But I, not I don't want to die time. in the beginning. Okay, not the beginning. I want to die like almost in the end, where like you almost thought I was gonna make That's it. That's the worst yeah. one. You be like, dang. Those hit the hardest. It, it hurts. Yeah, but black, we we'll, don't we'll have to die all the time no more. I mean, LL survived the shark movie. He, he did. Uh, Buster Rhymes survived uh, the Halloween movie. Buster Rhymes was talking all types of shit. <laughs> 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 that must have been written in the contract straw. Buster cannot die. <laughs> <laughs> he was finger poking. Don't you understand, Duke? Go back to the front. Go back to the front. <laughs> so that nigga like Spliff Stock. Go back to the front. Good horror movie idea. Ice Cube. 
He's a killer. But they, like, they, my brain stopped working. It's past your bedtime. Time to go to my But, yeah, like, you know, so horror movies, romantic comedies, I play somebody's I can, best friend. I can definitely, mm. oh, I, that's a great, I can see that. Yeah, I had a humbling co- uh, call the other day. I was talking to, like, a cast agency. And it was like, yo, so, like, what do you see yourself doing in an actor space? Like, yeah, like, you know, I want to be, like, the best friend in a comic, uh, like, a romantic comedy. I want to do action. I want to do, like, I did, like, seven things. <laughs> and they're like, yo, no, you have to, you have to pick one or two. Two things <laughs> you want to be good at. Stop limiting me. It's too late. <laughs> but like two things that you want to be good at and go from there. But it's it's hard for me to do that because I feel like why limit yourself? Right. Yeah. You can do it all, but you do have to start somewhere. Yeah. So now that I understand the assignment, I'm gonna start somewhere. So. There we go. Okay, that's so acting. Okay, that's, that's, that's more the focus these days. No, it's just some of the focus. Okay, because double. I want to do everything. So acting, acting, stand up. Okay. You know, uh, microdose the EP coming out. Yep. More shows. I'm doing a bunch of get a uh, bunch of stages at South by Southwest this year. Oh, fire! And talking to the people in some way that's not me going to a radio station every morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. And talking to the people, whether it's a podcast from the comfort and safety of my own home. Or, or you know, whatever. What about Dish Nation? So, Don't you kind of do that there? Still do Dish Nation. Well, well, Dish Nation is a show that we film and then we leave when we're done filming it. You know, and I could do stuff on that set if I wanted to. Okay. But, um, you know, there's there's a power in having your own space, of course, and of course. I'm gonna do it today at nine because that's yeah. how I feel. You okay. Know, like, I do that. that that kind of thing. So. so, so you think you're completely done with radio? I don't think that I'm completely done, but like, yo, no. imagine right, like. If you was a slave, right? Yeah. For like, okay. I don't okay. know, 100 years. But you take care of yourself. So you're still alive, right? <laughs> okay. You still got you got energy in you, right? And you like experience about a year or two of freedom. And they'd be like, yo, you want to be a slave again? Okay. No. And you're like, no. no. <laughs> I enjoy this freedom that I'm having. Yeah, absolutely. And it would okay. have to be the right circumstances. Yeah. Because I do love radio as a medium. And I love to be able to communicate with people in a way that makes them feel uh, seen. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I like to represent for the people who feel like their types of opinions aren't always heard. Because, like, I don't always say what everybody... I'm not always in the flow of what everybody's saying or thinking. Mm -hmm. And it's good to be able to represent for the 5%. Because sometimes I would tell jokes that nobody in the room got, but I would run into somebody at Walmart or Target and be like, yo, when you said such and such, no one got it, but I did. And it's for them. Absolutely, It ain't for everybody. It's It's for the 5% or (laughs) so who can relate. You know what I mean? And that's what the hardest part about doing stand-up is. Oh yeah, because like you could tell the same joke in one room and tell the same joke in another room, and, and you will be paid in crickets. <laughs> so, so in doing stu- in, in doing stand up, like has Ricky given you any advice? Like you still tapped in with Ricky? We used to talk about comedy back in the day, and he just the biggest takeaway I think he gave me was do things that people remember. Mm-hmm. And you know, and he was masterful at doing things that people remember. Because when you say Ricky Smiley's name, you think Bernie Jenkins, Bernie, you think yep. Lil mm. Daryl, all these characters yep, that he yep. came up with, prank phone calls. So yep. he carved out a niche, and that's something that you know, even without him telling me, it's something that I've always tried to do in the rap space. Because I would do shows when I, especially when I was living in Dallas, like 
I ain't going to just get up there and rap. Like, this one time I had them bring me out in a coffin, and it was like we did like a mock cemetery. Oh, shoot. For a, a mock funeral for hip-hop. Mm. And this is before Nas was even on that hip-hop, hip-hop is, is dead, dead shit. Like, and I have the video still. It's grainy. It looked like it was shot on a pine cone because <laughs> it was like one <laughs> megapixel. Like, yeah, like, you know. But I would always try to do stuff at my shows that no one who was opening or going on after me would do. Yeah. So remember that one show where Headcrack did the blah, 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 blah. So... There's so many parallels that are relatable from music to comedy. Yeah. And I, so I always ran with that. But Ricky really, you know, like, cemented that down. far as, like, these... I haven't talked to Ricky in about a year. Okay. Uh, I think the last time I talked to Ricky was at his son's funeral. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that, you know, like, and I can't even imagine... That was crazy. You wouldn't even see me no more if, yeah. if something happened to any of my boys. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. so, uh, you know, there were parts of time where, like, I felt a certain way about not hearing from him after I left the, I left d- the business. I was wondering that. I'm glad you said that. But here's the thing. Okay. I left the job. You lost a son. Yeah. That's no comparison. There's, you can't compare the two. No comparison. You know, so I don't even, I don't even hold it against dude. You know what I mean? At, I'm, the, end, at the end of the day. Honestly, I thought that's where you were headed when you left the other situation. I was like, oh, he's probably going to link back up with Ricky. Yeah, the problem with that is it's still with the same company. Yeah. And I have a very weird list of demands as to what I would do I would would have to be done for me to return to that company, yeah. Yeah. and one of them involves a rooftop fist fight. Oh, and shit. I don't think oh, that that was the contract dispute. That was the contract dispute, Because like there's some assholes who shouldn't be allowed to direct yeah. people yeah. Yeah. or allowed to be in charge of other people yeah. because everything that you tried to do failed. Now you want to sprinkle your your disdain dust <laughs> or, or people who still have hope glimmering twinkles in their eye. And yeah. I'm not your huckleberry. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, as a civilian, <laughs> I see you. Hopefully we're never in the same place. Oh, <laughs> really? Crack. Well, it's been, it's been great, man. I absolutely I enjoyed. Lo- uh, have enjoyed having you here today. Uh, when, you, we, when Randy said we were having you last week, this week, I was like, hmm. This should be interesting. And it's been nothing less than. Yes. Yo, I had a good old time. No, I I'm scared to look that. at my watch because it was so fun. I'm sure the time moved by very fast. Yes. Yeah, and, it did. And the energy has been dope. Um, and, and just thank you so much for allowing me to come through and talk and entertaining me and my little young one. Yeah. Absolutely, anytime. I'm glad you pulled up. Tomorrow. I'm really surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I'm glad you did because this is the first time I literally asked that, hey, can you come? And you said yes. I was like, well, damn it, Randy, you should have did this a year ago. Who so are these I'm people just... that tell you no? Listen, I mean, I don't. Some people get a little. I'm working on a rapper right now, and I can't get their manager to reply to me. That's more of what it is, lack of response. And, and that's the thing we're, hum we're working on. Hum a song? Hum they song. Shit, it's a, she got plenty of time. I'll just tell you, I haven't told them, but I'm working on getting crit. Oh. Big crit? Yeah. Crit, bring your crit. ass. Yeah, I'm working on crit. And I know. Um, so I worked with his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you, Sean, that I got Rudy give you Rudy information. Well, I, I got, I got Dutch's is, is information. It, I was about to say, is this where you going? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I, I checked the number across referencing right, with cool, you. Cool, cool. I've sent a couple emails. Correct, like I've I got had the number, number. <laughs> but I'm trying to get them in for sure. Yeah. So them and a couple other people, um, we working. Yo, <laughs> from, from your mouth to the universe and Absolutely. back, Crit will probably be sitting where I am. Talking that talk, That's man. What like, I'm Crit is one about. of my favorite artists, man. Absolutely. And when we were talking earlier about art, so many dope artists mm-hmm. that sometimes you forget. Yeah. 
so many dope artists. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's one of those people that when I do hear a song by him again, I was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. You know? Because like some people are so overexposed yeah. to where like, damn, not again. Yeah. Right. Some yeah. people are like, one. oh, welcome back. Yeah. And yeah. That, kind of that run after I graduated college and he was just putting out music, I was like, man, listen, that was my life. Yeah, that man. Hip hop as a culture is, has so many gems in it. So many, so many gems. including and, you, Hey Craig. Absolutely. I'm just happy to be here. I hope when y'all hear Microdose, if you didn't even know it? that I rapped, I hope I am at least in your conversation of, damn, I listened to that project and it made me feel better about myself. Well, like, you coming back, right? Yeah, hell yeah. All right, because you got an unlimited pass, my brother. Anytime. I appreciate that. And like, and, and in the most non-Hollywood way, like literally, just call me whenever you want, and I'm pulling up. And listen, the oh. next time, if you know, if the Brat and them can't make the Dish Network, you can come get us. We'll come sit up <laughs> with you, bro. Yo, bro, like that might likely happen because like she has to travel a very far away, and she's really heavy in this mom duty thing yeah. right now. Oh, and like, and to see a person who is very vehement about, I ain't having no kids. I got dogs. Yes. To, have, have it. to be barefoot and pregnant yeah. is yes. hilarious. <laughs> but she is, glo- she is glowing and showing in the mom process. Like, her and Judy are like the perfect mom. I, so I love kids. I always love the bride, even... Listen, let me stop. Yep, stop. Go ahead and close it out. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I seen I seen Brad one time, like she was like real young and they was like, you know, they was they dressed her up like real feminine. And I was like, God. Oh, you talking about the unrestricted damn. album? No, no. This was just like she I think she don't like this white bodysuit. King magazine? It might have been that. She did kill Holy shit. I was like, I did not know Brad looked like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was Shantae. <laughs> that was <what> I said. <laughs> <laughs> looking like Lisa, baby Lisa right over yeah, there. We're gonna get out of here, okay. man. Hand crack. Drop your socials. I'm sure people know, but somebody might not know. But let the how people know how to reach out to you and how to hear your music for sure. So check this out. All social media, H-E-A-D-K-R-A-C-K. Spelled the same way across all platforms. Same thing with the music, man. Uh, whether it's Spotify, title, Instagram, they don't have music. Uh, Spotify, Google Play, Napster, Deezer, all that good stuff. Yeah. YouTube as well. Tap on it, and I'm sure it's like a store. If you go in there, I'm sure you're gonna find something you like <laughs> that fits you. Um, I like I have a song for every occasion. You just got fired from your job. Got a song for that. Uh, you, you about to go like uh, punch that person kept taking your lunch out of the, the break room? I got, got a job for that. <laughs> I, I have a song for that. Like, you know, so so pull on up and if you want to like, you know, do the nepotism thing and follow my youngin, uh, my son here, uh, Endocrack95 on all social media. I don't know quite what he does on his social media channel. Oh, I, I be trying to understand what he does there, but, you know, let's blow him up as well. Let's do it. Also, two things. I promised my best friend I'd shout him out. He's scary. He's really he's really book smart and a black belt. Oh, wow. That's horrifying. <laughs> oh, you talking about Logan? Yeah, he you're he's never gonna get mugged. He's either gonna die of old age. <laughs> no, he's gonna <laughs> die of old age. If he gets cancer, he's just gonna kill the cancer. That's I know so that's right. Also, you are real. One final thing. We gotta go. <laughs> I, I feel like that one cashier at gas stations are always hotter than models. What? <laughs> I need to go to that gas station. You know? <laughs> when you, no, you trip, you been to <laughs> <laughs> quick strip. Uh, <laughs> all right, classmates, man, we outie, man. It's Q, it's Randy, it is Ryan, and of course we have Indy in the building, man. We will see y'all when we see ya. Crack them made this thing historical. Hey.